Good. Good. What do you want to talk about? Tell me more about the black the black computer company. Oh, the black owned computer company? Mm -hmm. I forgot the name of it. But it was um it was it was owned by a black guy. Got his name because this was back in um did when I heard it on the radio. Ninety-three point nine. It was Russ Parr. He was talking about a black owned computer company mm -hmm. that was owned by a black guy. And the only reason why he made it big out there was because he fired a lot of his white staff because he wanted a black owned computer company. And that's why he didn't make it as big as Bill Gates. He was he was getting out there. It was like a, it was like diamond something. Um, but See, now, what the thing about that is, like, what the opposite is, when they fire us at massive numbers and hire their own, their company stay relevant. Right. They stay prominent and stay making millions, if not billions, mm -hmm. of dollars when they give it to us. Right. Because at the end of the day, the reason why is because as a black community, we don't speak up for each other. Mm -hmm. um, just like I was. Like I wrote, I wrote a Facebook post. It was like uh, probably about two years ago, in which I wrote about what I wrote about was the fact that the reason why a lot of the audience are well heard and they're not, and a lot of people are not promoting it as well as speaking out for it, is because none of us show up to any of the meetings. We don't have a voice, and the only ones that do show up are the middle class, even though they alleviate it the lower class and all we have are middle class as well as upper class. Mm -hmm. The reason why they did that was also because of the fact that minor majority of the people that are in the lower class, mm -hmm. one, they never come out to any of the meetings. The only ones that ever voice their opinions are the middle class, but they're always the middle class white people. And even when I went out to a lot of the meetings, like when I showed up at one of the meetings, um, I even bring it up like PG County. The reason why a lot of changes are happening, even though PG County, a lot of their upper government are all black. The reason why um, our budget, like the budget, I ain't gonna say our budget, but the budget for PG County, if a lot of people look at the budget, the budget is going towards, they've, they've made it so that a lot of the PG County teachers are not really paid, just like in Alexandria. See, see but that, the thing about that is, the reason they don't give, we don't unify is because of, out of fear. Right many, of us, so. like many of us tend to reviate from what's needed because of fear or respect what's going to happen to us if are we, you sure, we do. Are you sure it's fear or, if it's, because, or is it ignorance? I think it's a combination of both. Ignorance breeds fear. It can. It can because breed Because like when I, say, when I say we're fearful of unification of one another, it's because we've been programmed for so long that we're evil, we're taboo. Because if you look in society as a whole, when you say, you know what I'm saying, white as pure, purity and white means life and things like that, Always in the end of the day, black means death. Now, on the flip side, what if it's not? What if it is ignorance? Like, for instance, look at a lot of the the black families that are out here. A lot of them, yeah, it's more of a taboo state because the income has risen. Remember, a lot of a lot of now a lot of black people are making some of them making the six figures and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't changed. Still, the meetings haven't changed. Absolutely. Be because we, see, they we, look at it. I'm not to cut you off. Yeah. I'm not to cut you off at all. But look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is is that if... What is the one thing that a lot of us do that a lot of our counterparts don't do? Think about that. That's true. Uh, now, and I'm and, uh, and you may think to yourself, like, Nicole, elaborate. What do you mean by what, what, what are we doing 
different than our counterparts. So what we're doing different than our counterparts is this. Think about this. Bigger picture. Most of us are at work. Yes. And if we're not at work, a lot of us are traveling to work. Are traveling from work. Or see the biggest problem. Or if I, what if this? What if instead of traveling to work, a lot of us work. So um, the biggest fear in the in the black community is loss of income. Exactly. So if you haven't planted that in my head, and lack of income means okay. Let's say if you want another job, what's the one thing you're going to do? You're going to change your ways. Or you're going to apply for another position. Exactly. To make more. But income. See, that's the problem we have is that we fear. Losing what we have, we lose yeah. fear the idea of losing a steady job yeah. and things like that instead of building our own businesses. That's right. See what happened with the end of segregation is when they integrated us, we grew up brought into white society and white white society wanted. Mm-hmm. We lost the idea for black okay. businesses and the idea for building black wealth. See when we had segregation, we had no choice. That's why we surpassed what white society was doing because we had no choice but to see the seat on our own. Okay, so that so basically what you're feeding off of is what um, is what is basically well, what Louis said. Louis Farrakhan did say that, but who else who else said something very key to that? Martin Luther King. Deeper than that, the further thing. back, go back further. Elijah. Go back even further. <laughs> Are you talking about Vernon um, Vernon Jones? Go back even further. The Vernon Jones. Yep. Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey was one. And that he seems to be your favorite person. Absolutely. But there is one more that a lot of people... Um, Nuhu Dwali? Huh? Nuhu Dwali? No. A lot of people thought he was the cool. Because... You're talking of um, Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington was. I mean, a lot of people... He was not a coon. No. But he was Booker T. Washington was the one that said if black people will segregate and separate themselves entirely from the white population, we will succeed but beyond we, measure. But now, why did he feel that way? Because of what he saw. Not only that. Not only that. Because he himself wanted to set up an educational system for black students only. What is that one guy, the one you do with, now I'm going to have you say his name. I'm not even going to tell you his name is because I'm going to have you say it because you're going to know who you're going to know. The one, he's quoted quite often with his little gray bush. Frederick. And, huh? Frederick. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He was what opened the door for it because even, think about this. In one of his speeches, in, what he, in, which, in which he did say, he said, that his fear was, he said, my greatest fear is that if we continue down this road of desegregating each other, that eventually we will no longer have white, we will no longer have white people, nor will we have black, but instead we will have mulatto. Yes. Because he said that if we continue our road, a road of desegregating, we were eventually going to mix. Now, that opens up another key thing that a lot of people don't even think about. Remember that book I told you about? Absolutely. That that book that came out and the, now the it was funny a good book. Yeah, it was a good book. And the funny part about it was that book no one even knows about it. But it it, it talks about see get see of uh, desegregation. And mm-hmm. what was funny was that a lot of people didn't even know he it was a white scientist. And what he said, he even he even quoted. He said it he that it's absolutely impossible if you look at some of that movies where they talk about Egypt. And how they all, how all the pharaohs and everything are white. He said it was absolutely impossible, based on the climax and the temperature and the high humidity, for anyone of light complexion to to, to even see, be king or king. And that's why he said, and I quote in his book, and a lot of people need to work that book up because 
It came out in eighteen hundred. It came out eighteen eighteen ninety six. If you look deeper, to the if you bring that relevance to that book, yeah. and also bring relevance to books like the Kabbalah and yeah. bring relevance to the Forty Eight Laws of Power. It's, well, I'm saying a lot of people would look at the Forty Eight Laws of Power as a book basically for Masons and demonic entities to bring power to themselves, but it actually teaches you strategies on how to uplift yourself and how to bring your people together. Mm-hmm. And that's and I give my uncle Donald Jean credit for making me read that as a child because if I never read that, I would never have the mental mm-hmm. that I had. Because I look at him, my mother, and other people that fought for the civil rights movement that didn't get their credit. Yeah, because. We, you, and they're not going to get their credit because at the end of the day, the reason why, the reason why a lot of us are not giving our credit is because a lot of us don't even know where we came from. Absolutely. And that's why when that book, when he said it was absolutely impossible, he said they were copper complexions. He said the kings and the queens and the pharaohs and even in a lot of distant lands like Egypt and all those, mm-hmm. all of those pharaohs. And even um, because we're all one, the reason why they say brown people. And that's another thing that this, that really disturbs me is because they say the brown people. Now, the reason why they say brown people is because it was set up that we... For us to divide. Yeah, for the, the, see, divide and conquer. Right. They always say that. That's see, the what they feel they to, like, what they see, a lot, a lot of people don't realize is when you look at Hispanics or you look at what you, for some of them, call themselves Latino because they were actually the descendants of the Aztecs and the Mayans who had trades and things like that with the Moabites and Moors for years prior to, on this continent that you live on. Yeah. And this continent itself is a, you know, saying, testament to what the Moors and what the, you know, saying, Aztecs and things did. Yeah. We built a society amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is why the Europeans refused to let us unify with each other and divide us because they know, they fear the fact that history will repeat itself. If we unify mm-hmm. with each other once again, and realize the power of the unification between the blacks and the and the Latino and the brown population, mm-hmm. they will be once again the castoffs, the outsider people. Yeah. The ones that no longer nobody no longer tends to yeah. go to for anything. Yeah. Because if we build a black and brown yep. population to the strength high strength mm-hmm. that it was added once before, we will all realize one thing, one simple fact. What is the use of the white people in this country? Exactly. That's why if that is why, why it disturbs me so much is because if we did know our history, we would know. Just like if I hear, I don't even hear people even talk about Moors. I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of rappers trying to imitate the Moors, which to me it's a beautiful thing in which in itself that I don't want to knock because if we knock them, we will kill the chances of more people understanding. Why see, the, the importance of the Moors? I agree. But see, the only thing about it that it makes me slightly cringe is it seems like they take a light of it. They don't take pride in it. They just wear the fashions of the Moors or talk in not seven five percent knowledge or even try to exhibit chains and jewelry to mock the, the reputation of the Moors. But doesn't that not bring attention but it, to but it? But it brings no sense thirst for knowledge of it. Yes. But it make but it also shows lightness to the darkness. That people brought out. They they bring out facts. See, they made everything about the Moors look like, mm-hmm. like as, as evil history. Mm-hmm. They made statements of the Illuminati, which the Illuminati at first at first itself was nothing more than Moors that was highly enlightened and highly intelligent beings that separated themselves from the rest of society to actually better the chances for black survival, yeah. and or 
Like yeah. a real survival. Exactly. But if the reason why I don't I don't cringe at that anymore is because it's just like it's like yeah, yeah they may be um making a mockery of it in some shape or form, but not really. It's not really a mockery if you bring attention to it. Because let's say for the people who are intrigued by it or they're entranced by the fact that they can learn it. Is it not an important factor to it that more people want to learn it? If I mark it, it's just like, um, think about it, and, and not to, not, and it's not a change of the subject, but it's more of a knowledge-based thing, just like homosexuality. At one point, we, they were marked, they were teased and everything. And then when they came together and more people marked it, they did not bring light to the fact that there were people who were attracted to the same sex. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just saying, what sometimes we, we consider to be a mockery, sometimes it's more so an enlightenment and a, and, a, and a more of an eye-catcher to most people to say, hey, you know what? Um, I wonder about this stuff. Just yes. like the Illuminati, even though people still don't know the, the, the real deep truth about it or the history behind it, the fact of the matter is still, it's still being talked about. It's very true. But the thing, the thing about it is with people, once they find some people, with some people, I'm not going to say all people. Right. When they find something dark or something taboo, they don't want to look into the history of it because they're afraid it in itself it will make them dark and disturbed in history. I was always taught one different, a simple fact is the more frightening something is, the more you should read on it because it will bring more intelligence to yourself so you will not have to fear anything. But what makes you think that other people are not, they don't is and some people are here that are the same No, way. that's it. There's some people that's like that. I give some they people, want to know the whys of, right. the, of society. There are but people, see, and, there, and there are people. I can't, I can't deny there are people that will more so go against it because of the fact that it's open. Yes. That it's a, that you're making a mockery of it, but it's being talked about to reach those who don't know about it, who may become more intrigued to say, you know what, I want to kind of know about this stuff. Just like right. think about it, think about it. Were you not, were you not the one that when you went through something, what's the first thing you want to do? Is run the church, right? And start praying and crap like that. Praying, praying, praying to that Jesus that everybody has up right there. Right. right. That's it. Not yeah. even knowing that that picture. That, 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 I ain't going to even touch it. That's a whole, that's a whole but, double one. But no, 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 rant, not, right? not true. Not, not true, but yeah. it's it, it, it uh, history in itself. Because a lot of people fail to realize <laughs> the image of Jesus himself was that of a homosexual minister. <laughs> that was related to the one man that, that controlled the whole society. Constantine made it so the world praised him. Now, see, Christianity... But that was right, yes. But Christianity itself, which is funny to me, is the mixture of the daggone pagans and the Christian faith. He found a way to merge the pagan paganism and Christianity to make the world itself praise yeah. him even long after his death. Yeah, but still though, it's like yeah, it's true. And that 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 is very true. And also the fact and that's why they created that's why the Bible is there. Yes. And and even when um one of my friends I went to school with, he when he came out and said he was gay and everybody was like, Oh yeah, you're like that worst creature walking, blah 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 blah. And then then he lo and behold, he come them daggone Christians quoting that Bible talking about how how homosexuality is the worst sin, blah 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 blah, right? And so um, I said to him, you know, not saying I agree with it because I don't want anything that's going to stop the the, the uh, creation of of the black race. I mean, to me, that's 
that's pretty terrible. And that also goes with what that scientist in that book. I'm telling everybody to go check out because that's what he talked about. He talked about procreation, but he was most definitely, and this is the part that most people don't know. That's why the government did not fight against the second, you know, they didn't go against desegregating. I don't care what you, Andrew Jackson, y'all want to go and say, oh, he did, he did, he was all against it. He was, the, he was, he may have been against it, but there was a reason yes. why the Congress was like, no, we're going to go ahead and go with this. Even though, mind you, it's a yes. panel full of white people now, keep that in mind. But the reason why they didn't fight that is because he literally spoke to them and he told them that, that their race would die off if they do right. not mix with the brown people. But and see, that is why exactly. that is why across seas in the United really? States the only place that you know people you know, people got that whole race thing all stuck in their head and you go over yes. you go other countries and they mixing up and mixing up like a mixing bowl. Because he can't, he wasn't from the United States exactly. when he did it. He actually the, was from Europe. Yes, but the biggest thing people for the real of this just to touch back on people talk about the congressman and all that stuff, we will gotta realize one thing once we're back. Is you had eight presidents, if not nine presidents, that were actually black. Yeah, they were Malala. E- right, even before the likes of Barack Obama. Yep. So Barack Obama being that being that said, Barack Obama was either the ninth or the tenth black president. Yeah. Even the first president in the United States himself was a black male. Yeah. Now a lot of people say George Washington, how was he how do you figure do I figure that he's black? Look at all the descendants. Now, if he was a white man, do you not believe that he'd be whitewashing us out there? Exactly. Look at Denzel. Look at lots of other Washingtons. Booker T. Washington himself was not born too far after George Washington. Was a black man himself. Yeah. Then you gotta look at the people that George Washington's ancestry on his mother's side was with Sapphaxes. Yeah. Which was a black family that was all Moors. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that so many people believe. That there's only been one black president, and that's Barack Obama, right? <laughs> Which was that was with nothing more but just a black face yes. in, in the office because Which he didn't a... do it. I mean, people can fight, people are arguing with me that do you understand the program that he created and blah he blah a, blah. He was a like I tell any I tell anybody this fact, and I'll say it now. He was a beautiful pacifier. He was the person that actually shut the black voice up when he was in office. It make black people. Hold off on stepping up against yeah. the white government structure. I mean, but okay. So my whole thing is this: is that if people wanna wanna make this big fuss about how this, all the programs he opened, shoot, how about we open the door up to the fact that uh, Clinton he has a program to go in too? Did yeah, he? Not? She had some great programs and great, <laughs> and great prison processes. Man, I, I did, too. did he? Had hell, hell yeah, he did. And 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 the funny part was is that See the thing he had, he had all that stuff. So. My whole point of bringing that up is that, because like I said, we, this is this is most definitely a random conversation because it goes each, it touches on different points, but all the points come into one circle. I always tell people yeah. that that whenever a person's having a discussion, it all it all comes for a circle. It's Absolutely. always it always going to go. It's going to go from zero to forty five degrees to ninety degrees. Absolutely. So, to sit back and go back to forty five. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Well, well, well you going. You're going to pure. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be. It, every, oh, everything be turns around to a 360. It's always going to be a 360. You know, the, the, the different angles are yes. always going to come together. But um, this, this, this Nicole, thank y'all so much for uh, listening to our interpersonal conversations. And uh, thank you so much, Aaron, for allowing me to talk. No problem. Thank you for joining me. <laughs>